It's Tuesday, November 16, 2021. Hearing no objections, it is so decided. UN Climate Summit ends with progress, compromises, and disappointment. Coal is down, but not out, in new Glasgow Climate Agreement. Plus... Today... We're finally getting this done. Joe Biden signs landmark bipartisan infrastructure deal into law. All of those landmarks and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I mean, first vaccine mandates, and now Americans don't even have the right to die in a bridge collapse. <laughs> This isn't the country my grandfather died for in a bridge collapse. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it took an extra day or so and a lot of stress and tension and battles and last-minute changes, but... They got it done at COP26. Yes, they did. Exhausted negotiators from nearly 200 nations struck a deal in overtime on Saturday to work together to stave off the worst effects of climate change for current and future generations, despite last-minute attempts to water down the agreement. The Glasgow Climate Agreement clarifies key issues in the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement. There was major progress on a number of key issues, but nations did not agree on language that would push the kind of transformative action that scientists say is required to keep global warming to just 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. They finalized technical language on the most contentious parts of the rulebook for implementing the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement on monitoring, reporting, verification, and a global carbon emissions trading market. But gaps remain on emissions, finance, and fossil fuel production. Nations agreed to accelerate the deadline for ratcheting up their near-term climate targets to next year rather than 2025 in order to close the emissions gap between where we are and where we need to be. So they're all going to come back and do it again a year from now? We're going to have to go through all of this all over again? Yes, and that is a good thing. New analyses show that achieving countries' short-term targets for this decade will still warm the planet a catastrophic 2.4 degrees Celsius, far above the 1.5 degree target. Here's UN Climate Chief Patricia Espinoza. This is a question of the long-term survival of humanity on this planet. It's imperative we see more climate action this decade to achieve it. Saving humanity is exhausting. Some key takeaways. The agreement explicitly used the words fossil fuels for the very first time ever. What? Coal was literally down, but not out, after China and India, in a last-minute maneuver, successfully watered down language establishing a global phase out of coal. They changed it to a phase down. 26 years of climate conferences, and it's the first time one of their agreements includes the word coal or fossil fuels. I know, right? Similarly weakened wording called for phasing out billions in annual government subsidies to the fossil fuel industry. On Monday, China defended its maneuvers, saying wealthy countries should stop using coal first and provide financial aid to developing countries to adopt clean technologies. Isn't China a wealthy country? 
They don't think of themselves that way. I see. Wealthy countries, which have historically added the most greenhouse gases to the atmosphere, agreed to double their contributions to a climate adaptation and finance fund to assist developing countries that are hit hardest by climate impacts. However, the U.S. and the EU blocked a proposal to pay developing nations for loss and damage. Why? What are they waiting for? They're afraid of being held liable for that loss and damage of the past several decades. Oh, because we are liable for all the loss and damage of the past several decades. Now, to be clear, the Glasgow Climate Agreement will not, and never was intended to, on its own, solve the climate crisis. And it is not enough to head off catastrophic warming. But major announcements at the summit, like global agreements to reduce methane and deforestation, a deal between the U.S. and China to work together to slow climate change this decade, and of course, the writing now on the wall for the end of fossil fuels, moved many prominent scientists to offer cautious optimism that the world still has a chance. Finally, some good news for the U.S. Today, we're finally getting this done. So my message to the American people is this. America's moving again, and your life is going to change for the better. If America's moving again, don't ask me to come over and help pack. President Joe Biden signed into law the bipartisan infrastructure deal on Monday, a $1.2 trillion package that includes $550 billion in new spending to repair the nation's roads, bridges, rail, transit, ports, and water systems, and increase clean energy, electric buses, start an EV charging network, and harden the nation's electric grid while all boosting climate resilience. It's the largest investment in infrastructure in decades, and the administration projects it will create millions of jobs over the next five years. I'll take it. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again